All right, everybody, this is a very special episode of Mendoza Line. This is the draft special. Nick and I, hi, Nick. Hey, Cam. Are currently involved in a very serious, very long and arduous fantasy baseball draft. Uh, Nick, would you uh, do us a favor and tell our dear listeners exactly what this league is like? Yeah, this league is pretty intense. It's 14 teams. Uh, Every team gets to keep 10 players. So right off the bat, 140 uh, players are not available. So, yeah, it's pretty intense. Currently, it's my pick. I have the sixth pick. Um, I've got a good young pitching staff. Uh, Very young. Uh, But my my options right now are Zach Grinke, Ryan Braun, Carlos Gonzalez, David Price, Felix Hernandez. And then all the pitchers disappear after that. So I think I think I'm gonna take Price over Grinky. Although Grinky had a really good year last year. He's on a new team. I don't think you can go wrong yeah. with either one of those guys. Uh yeah, and he's staying in the NL, which is good. But David Price is just hopping teams in the uh AL East, so You know, whenever I have a tiebreaker, it's who who would I like to follow that year, so Oh, yeah, the Diamondbacks are gross. Just a thought. Uh, I'm going to ride the price the price train. I'm drafting David Price. It's a All good right. pick. So that, that gives my, my starting pitchers David Price, Jose Fernandez, Garrett Cole, Urias from the Dodgers, Apple from the Phillies, and Martinez from the... Cardinals, so lots and lots of young players outside of Price. So, and then I also have as as relief pitchers Mark Melanson and da- David Robertson. So I'm good on pitching for a long time. I need to focus on hitting. It's good. What are uh, what are you looking for in this draft? It's a good question. I don't I don't pick for a few rounds here because I kept Miguel Cabrera in the first round. So I've got a good balance. I feel like I've got. Six good young hitters and four pitchers. My hitters are Cal Swarber, Miguel Cabrera, Chris Bryant, George Springer, Paul Goldschmidt, and Anthony Rizzo. And then my star. Which is ridiculous. Really really good. (laughs) Um, Good core. And then my starters are Johnny Cueto, Dallas Keuchel, Noah Syndergaard, and Steven Matt. So good mix of veterans and young guys that are coming up. So So I think it's clear to our listeners at this point that your team is much better than mine. <laughs> well, we'll see. Long way to go. I, I had a pretty good year last year. I got second place. So it was a lot of fun. All right. Would you uh, also, well, I, I guess I'll do the, the honors. Uh, joining Nick potentially in this podcast would be his dear wife, Lauren, and their lovely daughter, Emma. So if you hear any any chit chatter noises in the background that's that's Nick's lovely family we wanted them on this episode because fantasy baseball is a family endeavor it it is it's a family endeavor they got to be on board and deal with my little obsession nerdy quirks i guess <laughs> all right so we are on to what is it pick 14 already and this draft is going to last at least two hours, if not longer. We'll see. I mean, because so many people are kept, it'll take a little bit at the beginning. 
but then ideally, yeah, it picks up towards the end. But picks are starting to fly here. We're coming up on the second round now. Yeah, we also have four teams that are auto-drafting, which is just rude. That's no fun. No, but the the good news is they'll take all the hurt guys, which will, you know, save us the trouble. All right, so I am five picks from choosing, and I need to look and see who's out there. Yeah, who are you looking at? Yeah, well... Jason Kipnis is right at my breaking point as far as who's available, but so is Matt Kemp. And as much as I hate to draft an Indian, getting a solid second baseman this early in the draft is kind of hard to pass up on. But Jason Hayward's there as well, and so is Robinson Cano. It just depends on who gets who gets picked before I go. I mean, you know what I think of the Indians this year. So. Yeah, I know you're high on the Indians. You like them a lot. I think they're going to have a good year, so maybe that's a good pick. Well, but he is not the team, Nick. He is their second baseman. <laughs> so, I just here's what I have trouble with. Yahoo's projections are double the home runs, 30% more stolen bases, 10% more RBIs, and a 10-point hit in average over what he did last year. So, so they're optimistic. Yeah, they're they're they are optimistic. All right. Two picks left. Carlos Gonzalez, Jason Hayward are still on the board. All right. What is pick number 19? Suspense is killing me. Hopefully they don't take Kipnis. Well, if they do, then that leaves me with some outfielders to choose from. Because so. I'm not going to reach for Kinsler just yet. Yeah, I honestly don't have any idea what I'm going to do at this point. I don't want to get my hopes up on anybody. Yeah, you got a... Still got, got like, what, like nine like picks eight. left. Yeah. Oh, the suspense is killing. I guess it doesn't really matter because thanks Kipnis, then I've got two pretty decent options in outfield between Kemp and Hayward. Who would be my third off outfielder? Because I've got Mookie Betts and Charlie Blackman already. So I feel like either one of those is a decent third option. Mm-hmm. God, Matt Kemp's average is so bad, though. Power. Yeah, I mean, he's no bet to stay healthy. Oh, okay, good. He uh, he took Jason Hayward, so at least it's a good option in Kipnis, which I feel like high in hits, decent amount of runs, small amount of power, decent amount. He hit over three hundred last year, and and getting a solid second baseman hard to come by. I agree. So I feel I feel like if I take Kipnis here, I can focus on either third or short next round with some decent options there. 
So I think I'm gonna go ahead and take Kipnis because uh, uh, there there's still some outfield talent out there to be had. Because Cole Calhoun comes around my next pick too. So yeah, he he was on your team last year, if I remember. Right. He was. Yeah, I chose not to keep him, but maybe I should have based on where I might be drafting him now. So <laughs> you live and learn, right? Yeah, it's. It does make it tough. Like you can only yeah, keep so many. So, yeah, I was able to keep a younger pitcher prospect in place of him. So, all right, Jason Kipnis, it is. All right, Nick. So we've got some time until your next pick. Mm-hmm. So, last episode we talked about our projections for uh, each division and then the the World Series and then um, who we thought was going to win the World Series. And we both had the Cubs in the World Series. And, and based on your fantasy baseball team, you do have quite a few Cubs on your team. Uh, I do. So I would, I would like to pick your brain, if you don't mind, uh, about um, why you think the Cubs have the potential to make it to the top well i think you know it all starts with their manager joe madden he's very well respected around the game he was really successful at tampa bay uh for the last seven eight years with you know a lot less talent than everyone else had so that's a that's a big reason uh and then just i mean all the talent that they have on their team young talent i mean the guys that I have in mind, Schwarber, Bryant, and Rizzo, you know, three of the best hitters in the, the league already, and they're really young, which is always good. And, you know, they've been able to, because they have such young hitters that are cheap, they can just sign pitchers like Lester and Lackey and uh, not really miss, be able to miss a beat, which is, you know, pretty helpful. And, you know, pitching can sometimes be a little erratic because, there are injuries that are happening and some pitchers have really good years and then they struggle. Pitching is really hard. So but yeah, I mean, they are really good team. So my turn. So I got, I got to think for a second here. So <clears throat> Ellsbury just got taken. He was someone I was looking at. So I'm looking at Hunter Pence here. who has been on my team for a couple years in a row now. And then Chapman's there, but he's going to miss the first month. Yeah, he's out for 30 games, right? Yeah, that suspension came down. What was the suspension for? Uh, it was a alleged domestic abuse situation with oh. his. I don't yeah, know if yeah, it's his yeah. wife or girlfriend or what, but he but still did something, that. and then he shot shot a gun off into the air. I don't know. Oh my Th- things that just probably aren't a good idea. So he's an early '90s rapper, is what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I think I think I'm about to go with Pence here. He was hurt a lot last year, but when he's doing well, I, I need another outfielder. I only have one. Mm. And the alternatives just do not entice me too much. So yeah, I think I'm gonna take Hunter Pence. All right. 
Well, I know that, and I mentioned this in in episode one that that my wife is a is a Cubs fan. Uh, and and I did pick the Cubs to win the World Series, um, over my own Tigers, which you know should show you that I'm delusional on multiple multiple uh <laughs> places, but um. I don't know. I've been thinking long and hard about, you know, what makes a good baseball organization, you know, uh, low A ball all the way up to the majors. And, you know, I remember the days when the Tigers were just, just God awful. You know, I think it was 2003 was they lost like over a hundred games or something insane like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in, to be fair, they've come a very, very long way. They've made it to the World Series twice since then, losing both times. But when you consider where their organization stands in comparison to teams like the Cubs or the Braves or pretty much any other team, they're really they're really not that good. Like they don't they have a lot of good players now, but they're they're uh, single A, double A, and triple A teams are not what we would call um, stacked <laughs> in the business, and so it's just it's kind of frustrating, you know, as a as a Tigers fan to look at all these other clubs that have a much a potentially much more promising future based on prospects than the Tigers. And and Dombrowski was notorious in Detroit for bringing in veteran players in a win-now mentality and not really mm-hmm. going for prospects and trading prospects that we did have when we had a good farm system for the win-now players that never got it done because, as I said last time, he would always go for bats instead of pitchers. Mm-hmm. He would he would overpay for bats and underpay for pitchers, which is why we had Joaquin Soria and Joe Nathan and Jabba Chamberlain when they should not have been on a major league roster, or at least not been in the closer and setup roles. So it's th- this whole uh, researching for this draft has served as kind of a um, wake-up call that, that picking the Tigers to make it to the World Series for the American League is an absolute idiotic thing to do. It's a, it's a bit of a stretch this year, but, you know, yeah, so I, I, I may have to revise my, my World Series choice from the American League before the season starts. So You know, what I will say is I think the beauty of – following Major League Baseball is I think there's a lot of different ways to be successful. I think there are some teams that do have a really good organization, really good minor league system, but it doesn't always translate to the majors. So, I mean, that that's nice to have a good minor league system and minor league prospects, but prospects don't mean that they're going to be successful Major League players. So, I mean, yeah, the Giants have never had that strong of a farm system and they've won three world series in the last six years so they just yeah know the let's pick let's pick that up here in a minute it's my pick and i was gonna take kyle seeker but he just got drafted so now i'm angry <sighs> i don't think it's your pick it oh because it's not my you pick. had a third round keeper who did i have mookie Betts. Third, oh mookie Betts. it just skipped over me okay mm-hmm. never mind Anyways, yeah, well, but the thing that a good farm system, back to what we were talking about earlier, the thing that a good farm system allows you is flexibility and options. That is true, yeah. So if you have a team that is a playoff a playoff contender 
having a strong farm system with unproven prospects gives you the option to make trades for proven commodities to make a push for the the championship that year and 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 the issue with the tigers is is they have so many veterans on the major league roster and they've got a few young guys like they've got JD Martinez and Nick Castellanos um to name you know two but they don't really have that they've got a few good prospects like every team does but their prospect base is not so deep that that they can afford to give up prospects in order to get another you know Keg, Craig Kimbrell or another bat per se to help push them over the edge. And you know, it, you know, it probably would have been even worse if they wouldn't have traded uh, David Price last year at the deadline and got a couple guys. But I, yeah, I think I, I was listening to Baseball America has a podcast that I like to listen to. And they do, they like put out a, a handbook every year and rank all the systems. And I think the Tigers were like 27 or 28. Yeah, so that sounds I, about right. So, Pretty pretty low. They did have some uh, a couple of good pitchers that they got in the price deal that they really liked. But yeah, I mean it's going to be a bit of a build there. They'll have a a higher draft pick and that'll help. But I mean, unfortunately, your your owner is a guy that likes to go for it, so he doesn't really trade for well, pros- or trade guys for prospects, which is kind of what you need to do to ex- expedite the process sometimes. He's also used to the Red Wings always being good. So, yeah. That's, you know, there's that. So, I mean, yeah, they signed Upton and Jordan Zimmerman. So, it's not a, they're not, you know, tanking by any stretch this year. So, no, I mean, they'll, they'll, they will compete. Um, it's, it's just interesting to look at the other approaches that, that, other organizations you know have had and granted the cubs have had a a number of high draft picks over the last decade so they're in a position to have had you know the opportunity to draft the best players exactly whereas the tigers have been a playoff team for a majority of the last decade so uh, that certainly plays a role into it but it's just interesting to see how different general managers and different teams approach the whole prospect versus yeah you, just, you know you got to find win. you got to find the right pieces you got to supplement them well i mean the tigers i mean the biggest thing i would say they need is pitching starters and relievers so when they get that sorted out with their offense they're going to be pretty good so pitchers yeah. pitchers sometimes take a little bit to develop so like we talked about last episode i think for the tigers probably the best thing to do is just solidify the bullpen and that can make a big difference right off the bat. Yeah, it'll never happen. All right, so who did you keep in round three? Uh, that was my Paul Goldschmidt keep. Oh, yeah, so. him. All right, well, I'm back up now. For real, I don't have a keeper this round. And Two good options here. Yeah. Let's see, so I'm looking at Brett Gardner. Ken Giles, or Giles, I'm not sure. Giles. Yeah. Who has some pretty, pretty stinking good numbers. Going to be uh, on a really good team this year. Yeah, and that's that's what's appealing but to me. But you do not him. need another closer. I I know. I also have Shinsu Chu. 
and then Curtis Granderson. That's uh that's a be a vintage pick for you right there. It, X Tiger. Well, yeah, it'd, be, it'd be a throwback, but his average is just so bad. Very bad. Yeah, Goodness. it was two fifty nine last year. That's not bad. That's Brett Gardner. Oh, they have the same. Wow, they're, I, okay, I have 25 seconds, Nick. What am I going to do? <laughs> Pressure's on. Oh, sweet Lord in heaven. Okay, good. Oh, I don't know why I'm panicking right now. Oh, sweet Lord in heaven. Uh, Shinsu Chu. Oh, I had four seconds left. <laughs> His average was 276, though. That That's at least close to 300. Don't you, don't you wish we had, like, a poll where people could, you know, text in who you should pick to help you out? Well, yeah, if this, if this show ever becomes popular enough to stream live, then, yes, we'd have a chat room with people telling me who to take. And they'd probably Which, make fun of you after every... Yeah, but the, the good news is, is if they tell me to take someone and that person tanks, I can blame it on them and not myself. So, you know, either way, I win. Mm-hmm. So I'm to the point here. I, <clears throat> I need an outfielder, a second baseman, and shortstop for my offense. I'll trade you Jason Kipnis for Rizzo straight up. <laughs> I'll have to think about that. <laughs> So, I do. I don't have any closers. Pitchers are always good. That's why you wanted me to pass on Ken Kyles. That's I knew it. Yeah, I just they're not that valuable in this league. But it's always nice to have good starting pitchers. All right, so there's what? Two more picks till you go? Yeah. And this is Ra. Oh, you're up. All right, there's some keepers in there. Hmm. Yeah, shortstop and second base are getting pretty thin, unfortunately. You going to take Jose Reyes? No, he's also in... <clears throat> he may be getting suspended for a domestic... Violence issue himself. What is the deal? Good lord. I don't know. That's a good question. Hmm. These are these are tough decisions. I might have to think here for a second. There's a couple of different ways I could go here. I think I will take a closer just to make sure I have one. And who did you take? Cody Allen from the Indians. He's it was either him or Papelbon, and there's no way I'm taking Papelbon. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, so I've got six picks until I go again, and it and it looks like. I don't need more outfielders, guys. Goodness gracious. Johnny Peralta at shortstop, which kind of makes me sad. Or I could go... I don't need more starting pitching either. 
Nick. I don't know what to do. What are you looking at? Well, uh, I, I already have three starting outfielders. I don't have a third base or a shortstop or a catcher. You got Johnny Peralta. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. But as I said, that makes me sad because he was in the Tigers and they took steroids and he got. So, I don't know how I feel about that. But with a shortstop being so thin, there's that. Plus, he plays for the Cardinals, which just makes me want to cry. Disgusting. There's there's a few decent pitchers here that uh, Taiwan Walker fellow from Seattle looks intriguing. Yeah, that's a guy. He was I think his top five prospect a few years ago, but he yeah. he didn't have immediate success, so a lot of no, people his, cooled on him. His ERA is four and a half last year. That's because his month of April was awful. If you go back and look, he just got <clears throat> lit up several starts. So he was it was a long climb up, but back up to respectability. Mm. Then there's Jake Otterizzi. He's also intriguing. That's another good pitcher. But that's a bit of a reach at this point. All right. Well, I've got a minute to decide before well, a minute before it is my turn. Definitely not going to take Jonathan Pavelbon. That's for sure. No way. Cuz I have a soul and I'd like to keep it. Do you m- remember that nasty stare down he used to do when he thought he was so cool? I think he still does it. So the the flick of the head up and then the low brim. Matt Holiday, no thank you. He had four home runs last year. He was hurt most of the year. He's getting. I know, but four home runs. I mean, he's old. He's getting old. Still, Nick, four home runs. That's just that makes me sad. Alex Gordon is there. He's a Kansas City favorite. Yeah, I don't really care about the Royals. We know this. Jay Bruce. <laughs> oh, he's so frustrating. 226. Yikes. He is. It's all mental with him. He is a good hitter still, but he just. He gets in slumps and he cannot get out of them. So he, he probably will not be a red all year. He will probably be traded at some point. Well, based on my options. And my needs. I don't really feel the need to take Brandon Belt here because I don't need first baseman or outfielder. So Johnny Peralta, honestly, is my best option in round five, which is... It's a solid shortstop. I mean, it's going to get thin here pretty quick. Yeah. All right. Jahani Peralta, you are now part of my team. 
All right. I'm looking at Ben Zobrist tier if he makes it to me. You and your cubbies, man. Are you sure you're a Reds fan? Oh, that's true. He is another cub. <laughs> he's just, I mean, he's always been a favorite of ours. That's true. And he's I need a nice, He's a good guy. And he's a second baseman. That's true. I met him one time. You did. You got his autograph, right? Yeah, he signed my Montgomery Biscuits uh, ball cap, which is the double-A team for the Tampa Bay Rays. Which you st still have, correct? I, I still have it. I got JSO's autograph on it, too, even though he never played for them. But I was like, whatever, just sign it, please. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, so their logo is a, a Southern-style biscuit with eyeballs, and then the biscuit's cut in half like a mouth, and the tongue of the biscuit is a, a chunk of butter. It's quite it's impressive. Biscuits are a big deal in the South. They are. I just think it, I, I, I saw it on. Was that the show or MVP baseball that I saw that on? I don't remember. It must have been MVP because it was when we were in college and that's all we played. I'm looking at. Uh, <clears throat> it's my pick. I'm looking at if I should go pitcher here. Looking at Oda Rizzi. Or Zobrist. I think you should just uh, take one for the team and draft Jonathan Pebble one. Uh, I, don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Is he the... Uh, well, uh, never mind. Make your pick and then I'll ask you the question. I don't want to distract you. It's all right. That minute and a half always goes pretty fast. Solaire is there, too. He's another Cub. But he's not even going to play full-time. Oh, I got to go Odorizzi. All right, so I was going to ask you about Papelbon. He, is he their closer, or is he their setup guy? He is the closer. Ugh. He, does, he would not... I think he would not pitch if he was not the closer. He's got that big of an ego. Yeah, well, that's not terribly surprising. Yeah, he got in a fight with. He tried to choke Bryce Harper at the end of the year last year. <laughs> I mean, the, I do, re <clears throat> I do remember that. The Nationals are a mess, and they traded for him, and their season just went down the, the drain, which, I guess is. Uh, just in the fact that he traded for, for Papabon, so, oh. Trout on the cob took Buxton. Wow, that's kind of kind of early. You know, I was I was thinking about keeping him, but <clears throat> so he's got. I think he has Trout, Harper, and Buxton, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, what are you gonna do? All right, so I'm up next. And I... Anthony Rendon still around? I I don't think so. Nope, he's gone. Okay, missed the boat on that one. Oh. Mr. Castellanos. 
He's still around. Like him. I had this whole, like, uh, thing written out for people that I was going to draft. I've not even been consulting it at all this whole time. I've been so distracted by the podcast. I'm not even keeping up players that I should be looking at. All right, Nick, tell me about Devin Mezzarocco. Devin Mezzarocco is great player he had surgery on his hip last year which is never good for a catcher so they're un unsure how much he's going to catch this year but i'm a little biased because he's a red but yeah i love him hope he has a good year is that who you're thinking about next oh he's he's definitely on my list and uh, I'm not really quite sure how other people will be drafting. There's a lot of Tigers fans in this draft as well, considering the fact that Francisco Rodriguez just got drafted. And so I'm trying to balance my needs versus my uh, my list here. And so... Not, not entirely sure what I want to do next. I'm looking at my third base rankings, and Nick Castellanos, based on my rankings, is the next best option. But he's ranked very, very low in Yahoo's stuff. What do you need oh, to fill? I need catcher, third base, and then catcher, third base, and then pitchers and utility. And I have 29 seconds, so I need to go here really quick. Um, shoot, Nick, I need your help right now, man. I'm so far behind the ball right now. Say, what do you need? Pitcher? Yeah. Quintana is the top one. I know. Is he any good? Yeah, he's good. He plays for the Dirty White Sox. <laughs> All right, that was a panic pick. I need to be more prepared next time. It's okay. It's... It was solid. I think you could have done a lot worse. Yeah, he's on my list, so I'll go ahead and add him to my team. He's down there towards the bottom, but hey. Bruce just went, thankfully. I don't have to make a heart decision there. <laughs> and Pebble Bond. Oh, it's your turn now. It's my turn, and I have no idea what I want to do. So I need second base shortstop, outfield, and pitchers. Zobrist is there, surprisingly still. Hmm, tough decisions, Cam. He's going to be on a good team, play a lot. Do it, do it, do it. What are my other options, though? That's what I got to look at. What do you need? Um, nothing drastically. Alex Gordon is also tempting. Just a solid 
player. Yeah, I'm gonna go Zerberus. Alright, so I've got I think two more picks before my string of keepers kicks in. So I may have to reach for a few guys. Just because I won't be able to get them for, you know. I don't wanna I don't wanna bank on them not being there. So you, so Mezzarocco may not play every day is what you're saying. Well, I mean, no catcher does, but you know, he does play first base occasionally. I don't know if they'll, he, they played a couple games of outfield. He'll pinch. I mean, no catcher. There's only like two catchers that play every day. That was my thought too, was, you know, looking at catcher. I think Weeders and Mezzarocco are still there. Yeah, so is Brian McCann. And Salvador Perez from the Royals. So I'm thinking about taking my catcher here and then my third base next round. Guaranteeing that I've got a full starting lineup on both sides of the ball. And then I and then I can just fill in my benches with the rest of the draft. Right. Because there's still value to there's still value to be had. But I don't want to sit on a catcher and wind up with, you know, Wilson Ramos. Or sit on a third baseman and wind up with, gosh, I don't even know, Brett Laurie. Someone not good. Yeah. So, I think I'm I'm gonna force force my hand here, fill out my roster with with decent with decent players at catcher and third base, and then just look for value, long term value on the bench. Right. Then you don't have to worry. Yeah, I don't have to worry. Because my my strategy for this draft has is has tried to been long term long term success because I have so many young players. Like I'm not looking to win this year. Right. My my only like old guy. Well, I got like two old guys, Peralta and Shinsuchu. But everybody else is decently young, with David Price, I guess, being on the fence. And Mark Melanson, but he's he's not a long term solution. He's a he was a cheap value keeper. So we're in the I think we're in the seventh round now, so the keeper values are getting better. Yeah. There's a, with only three outfielders, there's a lot of good outfielders still out there. Yeah, it's still weird seeing people like Alex Rodriguez and Dustin Pedroia being available. David Wright. Yeah. This late in the draft. Just old. It just reminds me that this is not, you know, six years ago. This is. Yeah, this is. That, those guys used to be in the first now. round pretty much every year. Mm hmm. But even guys like Gio Gonzalez are still available. That That's a little surprising. Uh, Chris. Oh, that's the wrong Chris Davis. Never mind. Kevin Pilar is still in the... Oh, man. I didn't realize he was even still playing. Oh, I'm thinking Millar from the Red Sox. Never mind. Yeah, he's he's long wrong gone. Guy. Wrong guy. But yeah, David Wright, Alex Rodriguez, Dustin Pedroia. You're up. You know that, right? 
Oh, hey, it is my turn. Who did he take? Evan Gaddis. Okay, that's that's decent pick. Uh, I'm gonna draft my catcher now, which should be interesting. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Devin Mazzarocco's an interesting fella. One of my dad's favorite players. Well, in honor of uh, father figure, I will take Mr. Mazzarocco. Maybe a bit too early, but that's okay. You know, I hope he I hope he does amazing for you this year. Oh my god, he hit one seventy eight last year. What was I thinking? He only had forty five at bat, so he's yeah, super he, young. He got hurt pretty early on and they tried to make it work, but how old is he? He's uh he's like twenty six. Oh gosh, Nick, that was a terrible decision. I don't think it was. I think what you're looking at, I think he could have done a lot worse. Gio Gonzalez. Even Julio Tehran. I can't believe he lasted this long. All right, my turn. Alex Gordon is still there. He's an interesting option. Pitchers are starting to thin out a little bit. You know, I think I'm going to go with Alex Gordon. I believe it when I see it, Nick. Uh, I'm starting to rethink that. Looking at pictures here. Oh, tough decision, but yeah, Alex Gordon. Oh, just in time. I like never owned him, so it'll be fun to follow him this year. I just need a shortstop, starting wise, and a couple more pitchers for my starting lineup. Yeah, once I draft my third baseman here, which again might be David Wright. No, not David. He's ancient. I'm building for the future, Nick. <laughs> That's true. I don't need to win this year, but I want to put myself in a good position in two or three years to challenge just by, based on who I have. You know, I want my I want my problem to be I have too many players to keep and having to choose from. You know what I mean? Right. 13 and 14 really good players to keep than just being like, oh, I've got seven good keepers and uh, not so many other ones. So, we shall see. I got two picks left. 
and the third baseman that I'm going to keep. Well, David Wright got hurt last year because he's like 35, right? Yeah, he's getting up there. The uh, Let me give you the numbers. 140 hits, 42 runs, 15 homers, 73 RBIs, 255 average, 722 OPS. Does that sound decent to you? Who's this? Nick Castellanos from Tigers. Yeah, he he had a better year. And he's an up-and-comer, and he's a Tiger, so I'm biased. So It's going to happen, folks. It's just a matter of these other two people picking somebody inferior to my pick. How many Tigers do you have? Uh, I don't think I have any. See, I mean, that's another reason to go ahead and do that. But I'm just looking at, like, other third basemen available, like Evan Longoria, Mike Moustakis, Adrian Beltre. I just, I don't want any of them. Jung-Ho Kang from the Pittsburgh Pirates. I think he's going to miss some time. He had a pretty serious injury. In which case, I'm drafting Nick Castellanos. And now... I have two utility spots and my bench open. So I've got all of my starters, which I'm pretty happy with considering how my drafts usually go. Mm-hmm. You know, usually I'm like, oh, second baseman, it's round 22. I should get one of those. <laughs> I don't think my offense is going to blow anybody out of the water, but I think it's going to be middle of the road. In the middle of the road offense with a above average pitching staff, potentially has the ability to win some games. That it does. All right. This is good. This is where the draft starts getting interesting. We're starting to get down into the depths here already. Which is hysterical because it's only round eight and there are 26 rounds in this draft. Yeah, I have no idea who I'm going to take next. I just realized we have like 18 rounds left. (laughs) That's going to be the longest podcast ever. Well, like rounds 13 to 16 are pretty much all keepers, so those will go fast. Well, yeah, I I don't think I have a pick until round 16. Now I think, well, I'll have a pick here in round 9. I should have sat on Castellanos for a round. That's dumb. Um, But yeah, rounds 10 through 16, I don't have a single pick because they're all my keepers. Which I think everyone else will be in about the same boat. Yeah, because that's where the real value really starts to pick up is you can get starters very late in the draft. So. So you're up next. Is this a keeper for you, or are you drafting? I'm drafting. See, I was looking at Corbin, who just got taken. So, man, there's just not much out there right now. I might have to reach and take someone. Might just take a good pitcher here.
there's just a lot of guys that just feel like the same kind of player, you know? Like, good, good, decent ball players, but nothing too special. Yeah. So I'm looking at, oh, sorry, it's still your draft. It's okay, you can talk. No, I want to see what you do. I'm trying to, to learn your Jedi way. <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing here, to be honest. Suddenly there's 20 seconds left. Ah. I'm going to take this guy. He's pitching in the National League now. Who's this guy? W. Chen? Yeah, Wei, Wei Li Chen, I think is his name. Pitched for the Orioles last year. He's from the Marlins now. I don't know. He is the best pitcher left. There's not, there's not much. It's all good. So I'm looking at the players that I've drafted. And I'm looking at my uh, cheat sheet that I made. And I've got, according to this cheat sheet, Devin Mazzarocco is the third best catcher. I've got Freddie Freeman, who's the 10th best first baseman. Jason Kipnis, who's the 6th best second baseman. Johnny Peralta, who's the 14th best shortstop, with the 8th best shortstop still available. So I might be able to get him later in the draft. Nick Castellanos is the 10th best third baseman. Mookie Betts at 5 in the outfield, Charlie Blackman at 15, and Shin Su Chiu is not even on the list. And then I've got two and four best starting pitchers. So Yeah, sounds good. And then 10 and 12. On really, now, this is all based on the fact that this list is totally made up and, and may not, in, in all actuality, matter whatsoever. But it at least means that, you know, if 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 the person who made this list is remotely intelligent, I might be okay this year. You know, you just gotta try and, and remember sp- you're gonna spread out the wealth. You're gonna pay attention the whole year this year, so I think that'll make a big difference too. Yes, podcast accountability. I have to pay attention. I have to keep it up. David Wright is still on the board. <laughs> yeah, that's that's shocking. Oh, gosh, all right, so it's my turn. Mike Moustakis, another just went another favorite. <clears throat> yeah, he's kind of a head case. Oh boy, let's see who's still out there. Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Carlos Santana, he never really panned out. Jason Hamill's there though. He had an alright year. Don't need more. I need a relief in pictures. Little no, nice beard. Just take Elvis Andrus back up in the middle just in case. Oh, 
Dick. I don't like this one bit. Conforto's <laughs> available. Alex Anderson. Conforto there. would like... be good. I mean, he's fits your criteria of a young guy. Yeah, and he had a decent year last year at 104 bats. I could use a fourth out. We'll see. Uh, uh, Andrus will probably be there. Wow, but this is the start of Mikey. Uh, young outfielder. Okay, Conforto drafted. Fine. Oh, this is stressful, man. It it, it kind of is. <laughs> so this is the start <laughs> of your keepers. Uh, it should be yeah. From here on, from from round ten through round sixteen, I should be should be my keepers. Which is great because I'm getting guys like Freddie Freeman and Charlie Blackman and Mark Melanson and David Robertson and Jorge, Jose Fernandez and Garrett Cole and Carlos Martinez and all of these guys at, at super good value. Mm-hmm. Considering considering that I was just debating between Elvis Andrus and uh, yeah, Andrus what's his face? Michael Conforto. And I'm gonna get a guy like Freddie Freeman after them. That's that's okay with me. Two of the top four pitchers will be drafted late, late, late in this draft, according to my keeper cheater sheet. Again, she could be totally wrong. Do your keepers start soon? Um. I have one in 11 and yeah, then 13, 14, 15, 16. So I've got picks in three, the next four, but then, yeah, I'm going to start having, but there's, yeah, there's some guys that I want. So I'm going to have to start reaching for them a little bit. Well, why don't, why don't once we hit round 13, your keeper start, I know that you might have one or two things that you want to discuss once we have some, some time to discuss them. Um, so let's let's plan on that, but I definitely want to hear your strategy going forward because I'm going to be not making a pick for a while. Well, uh, simple answer, I guess, is best player available. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm <clears throat> going to go see here. Yeah, who gets taken? Because I'm curious. Because there's some guys that I think are pretty good that are rated low. And this is... All right, it's my turn here. Oh, Alex Rodriguez. That's gross. Mm. <laughs> that's some Bedroya still there. Just, he doesn't do much anymore. Which kind of makes it yeah, tough but- to... Well, I was going to say Lucas Duda, but you do not need an underperforming first baseman because you have three of them that are great. Exactly. Mike Leake, but he's a Cardinal now. So that makes it tough for me for me to root for them. How about uh, Howard Kendrick? Yeah, he just doesn't do anything for me. I'm not that... Yeah, it was a joke. Not that impressed. <laughs> he does hit almost 300, though, which is, you know, for somebody... I mean, he's he's far along in his career. I'm gonna take. He's a cardinal, but. Piscotti. Yeah, he's. 
He's going to have the, especially now that Hayward's gone, I think he's going to play a lot. I don't know. I kind of. What's his first name? Steven. Steven, mm -hmm. Steven Piscotti. Not the, not the dessert Piscotti. No. Did Jorge Soler got picked, right? Yep, Soler's gone. I'm going through my list that I haven't touched all draft and getting rid of all the players draft. Which is, you know, somewhat helpful. I spent like two hours getting this thing ready and I haven't even used it. Hanley Ramirez got drafted, right? Yes, he's gone. What about Ben Revere? Yep. God, where am I? Guard? What about Aaron Judge? No, he's still there. How do you know all these people? Can't Prince, I'm assuming Prince Fielder's gone. <clears throat> Kenrys Morales is gone. Yes. <laughs> yes, these were all like top three picks. I Sorry, this is this is not exciting. Did I draft my player yet? Yes, I did. This is, yeah, it's starting to go fast now. Might have to edit out parts of these that we don't talk much. <laughs> this is No, it's all good. This is yeah, stressful. Danny Salazar's gone. Felix is gone. Good night, Cameron. Keep up with this. You Darvish got drafted, didn't he? Or is he still around? Yeah, he's gone. Cole Hamels is gone. This is what happens when I talk to you. I don't pay attention to who's actually been drafted. This was a bad idea. What about Masahiro Tanaka? Yes. <sighs> Patrick Corbin? This is making terrible listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll just edit out a couple minutes. It's fine. Yeah, but that means I have to listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> this is going to be like three hours or long. I'm not, edi I'm not editing this. Or people this. will just laugh at us. <clears throat> they can always hit the fast forward button, you know? That we've empowered them to do so. You are in charge of your listening experience. Listen. You know, this is a very special case. Most others will not be like this. So. Well, we won't have another draft until next year. So. Exactly. This is this is a, this was an experiment, and we're going for it. And you know, I'm okay with that. What is going on? Neil Walker's just sitting there at the top. And A Rod and Dustin Pedroia. Uh oh, you're up now. I am. <clears throat> Gotta figure out what I want to do. I think that you should draft Rosny Castillo. He's a young guy. Yeah, but he's not going to really play that much. Prospect, Nick. Oh, it's round 10. You need guys to play. In which case, I direct your attention towards uh, Mitch Moreland or Melky Cabrera. <laughs> Steroid using Melky Cabrera. I took Trey Turner, who he's a prospect, but um, my hope is that he wins the Nationals job. Yeah, he was on my list, you jerk. Why did you... Nick tells me to investigate your prospects. Make sure you know who's coming up. 
So I do that, and then he takes them. Well, I mean, there's going to be plenty of them, so... Yeah. There'll be more out there, don't worry. Swanson's still out there, isn't he? Yeah. There really haven't been any prospects taken besides... Did J.P. Did Crawford get taken yet? No. Okay. I saw someone mention him in the feed, that's why I asked. You know, one of the benefits of using Overcast, the uh, podcast app for iPhone, mm-hmm. is that it uh, removes um, silence and fast-forwards to the next talking. So if you listen to this show on Overcast, even though the show might be three hours, it might only take you two hours and 15 minutes to listen to it because it will automatically remove the silence for you. So there's just a plug for uh, my favorite podcast app, which... I'm going to make another shameless plug is the subject is the subject of episode one of my solo podcast in review also on super mega corp. So if you want to know more about a podcast app, that's going to save you time and give you your life back. Check that episode out. That sounds nice and way too advanced for me. Uh, well, let, let me, let me just share this fact with you. I'm going to pull overcast up here and I'm going to tell you how much time I've saved by using overcast listening to the podcast that I listen to. You go to this. All right, Nick, are you ready to poop your pants? <laughs> that should be the show you, title. <laughs> yeah, well, that, you know, that probably will be. Uh, using Smart Speed, which is a propri- proprietary feature on Overcast, I have saved an extra 52 hours Wow! by using Overcast. Overcast has given me over two days of my life back while still allowing me to enjoy all of the great podcasts that I listen to, simply by removing the one to two second silences between talking. So there you go. If that's not a plug for Overcast, I don't know what is. Are they, did they give you a little fee- or pushback for that? No, they're not a sponsor. Marco Arment is not paying me a single penny to mention it to you. I simply, sh- I simply share that with you because it's a genuinely well-made app that gives you what you most want back, which is time. You get to fully enjoy the podcast you like and save time doing it. And I don't see how that's not a win-win for everybody. And it's a totally free app to use. It's totally free. Everything is free. You can donate money if you want, but you don't have to. Every feature of the app is completely free, which is insane because it's the best podcast app out there. So, anyways, that's that. And I just, I'm looking at my computer, and we've, we've reached a very interesting point in GarageBand where the track is continuing to record <laughs> yeah. on the bottom, but the top, it has stopped because we've been going for so long. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah, we're over an hour now. Yeah. All right. This is this is uncharted been, territory. It's been fun. I don't. I, the listenability yeah. might be <laughs> might have gotten rough the last ten minutes, but yeah. Honestly, I don't expect anybody to listen to this whole thing. But if you do listen to the entire episode, please let us know. Tweet Nick at Coatsy C O A T S I E E, or tweet me 
at Cam Brennan, and we'll figure out something to do for you because if you listen to this entire episode you at, at minimum deserve a shout out at most deserve something else you so, really do love us yes yeah <clears throat> if you listen to this entire episode from start to finish get in touch and we'll figure something out because uh, we don't expect anybody to do that i don't know if you hear my daughter in the background but she is in a very good it's mood. okay very good mood She's, tonight which is this is good. It's yeah, she's adorable, so it, it's okay. I, <clears throat> I, you, you'd be impressed with my focus. She's come over to me a couple of times and just smiled, like she has no idea what I'm doing right now. But I must look funny with my headphones and speaking into a mic. But I've I haven't broken stride. All right, let's see. So we are sitting in the twelfth round now. And I'm still in the the throes of all of my keepers. And we're about to hit your... You've got one pick left before you hit your stretch, right, Nick? Uh, yes, I believe so. 12th round, so yeah, then I won't have a pick for until the 17th. So you've got a good topic for us to discuss during that time, right? Well, I uh, I, I want to hear your strategy for the rest of the draft as well. Okay, that's fair. All right, so it is your pick bef- right before your keeper stretch. What are you thinking right now? Well, I think I'm going to take another keeper um, or another prospect, and I'm hoping... My whole thought with uh, taking this guy is he's he's universally a top five prospect in an organization that that is pretty bad. So my thinking is that he's going to get to play um, this year. So then he'll be extremely valuable from here on out. So I'm going to take J.P. Crawford. Ah, uh, yes, the Philly. Sh- so that's your second shortstop prospect that you've taken. Yes. I want to make sure that I have a good one to keep because it's shortstop can be really tough to fill if you don't have a good one. So <clears throat> I got the two guys that I really wanted, so that makes me feel good. Well, which is interesting because I was, I mean, they were both on my list, but I've been looking at Orlando Arcia and Dansby Swanson. Which those are the other two that, those yeah. would be a three and four in my book. Yeah. So I, I would suggest that you get try to get one of those. Oh, I will. I, well, I will try. I can't guarantee that I will get them. Arcia, uh, maybe he's he's not the top prospect like Dan's, but, but Arcia may be up this year, whereas Swanson it might be another year or two. Just depends how patient you want to be. All right. So we have now. Oh my gosh, we just jumped to the fifteenth round because I think everyone had a keeper in the fourteenth. So all right. So my strategy for the back half of this draft i've got i've got one utility spot on offense to fill and then i've got one two three four five six seven bench spots to fill so i got eight guys left to pick my my strategy is this i want to aim for young potential 
my my team finished middle of the road last season. I had very good pitching and very very poor offense, and I did not touch my team but once or twice for the second half of the season because I was so frustrated with and it's just it's just so much work. Uh, but luckily, this league is a you set your your um, lineup once per week. It's not a daily league, which just gets old. So. So my strategy is to try and find players that have yet to reach their full potential but have shown that there is potential to be had. Like, you know, uh, so guys that have been in the league one or two years or prospects that are on the verge of of, of making the show. Um, but also, you know, if there is a if there's a veteran of five or six years available, who is not Jason Worth, I might look at them too because I have to put stats on the board now. Like, I don't want to finish. My goal is not to finish last. My goal is to finish middle of the pack or higher with young potential so that in the next three years, I can improve my standing each year. So I'm not, I'm not in a total rebuild mode, but I'm certainly not in a, you know, sell the farm mode. I'm in a, Let's maintain our position at worst and improve it by, you know, three or four positions at best type of mode. Yeah, and in this league, to get the top pick, you have to win the consolation bracket. So you technically can't get last. You want to, you, you definitely want to have a decent team. Yeah, and, and that's, that's my, my, my hope is to, as I said, not it, at worst maintain a middle of the pack finish. And at best, you know, finish top six. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I should say middle of the pack in our league is seven. So I, maybe top top five would be. So I'm looking at a fifth, sixth, or seventh place finish is what would be, I think, attainable based on the team that I have. Mm-hmm. And then going forward, as my younger pitchers continue to get experience and... um you know, mature a bit, then all of a sudden that fifth place finish becomes, okay, I need to finish in the top three because I've got some some stud workhorses at pitcher and I need my offense to complement that. So that's that's why I've been, you know, I'm hoping that Nick Castellanos works out, Jason Kipnis works out, Mookie Betts continues to grow, Conforto, Charlie Blackman continue to improve. Freddie Freeman finally does what I've been waiting for him to do for years. So I'm I'm I mean on offense I certainly have a lot of um hope but there is not a whole lot of legacy there to show me that my hope is grounded in something concrete. So we'll see, you know. Yeah, and I think if you get a good stable of keepers for this year, I mean it, it can turn around pretty quick. And I think you do with Especially Urias. I mean, he's one of the top pitching prospects. You've held on to him for a couple of years now, but that patience could pay off for you in the near future. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping him, Cole Fernandez, and Martinez over the next two or three years really turn into aces. Because if that's the case, then I've got starting pitching on lockdown in this league. And then all of a sudden, I have I have the potential to trade for 
I can trade one of them for a proven commodity at major league level to push me over the top on offense. So mm-hmm. now the difference between real baseball and fantasy baseball is that trading for, you know, a proven commodity in real baseball can have an immediate effect where fantasy baseball, it may not happen. All right. It's now my turn to draft because we've made it all the way to round 16 and I was not prepared for this because it <laughs> went so quick. It did. All right, so uh, this whole Rusny Castillo figure, I've got him on my my sheet to look at. I believe I don't even know what position. Yeah, he's an outfielder. Yeah, yeah, but he might not play. Oh shoot, I've got fifty seconds. Oh, Pablo Sandoval's there. Gross. He had a terrible year last year. Oh, crap. Volquez is there. Luke Gregerson. Oh, I'm having a total panic attack right now. You still got 30 seconds. Don't laugh. Koji Uihara. Oh, he's got good numbers, but I only had 40 innings last year. And Kennedy. Oh, Nick, I'm about to cuss. What do I do? Drew Storen. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, there you go. Drew Storen. Yes, Drew Storen. Okay. Whew. I needed a relief pitcher. He's on my list. Oh, man, I just panicked so hard. (laughs) (laughs) The things that cause stress in our life. Well, yeah, it doesn't really, you know, in in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter. But in the moment, it kind of freaks you out. It's interesting. You know, I think if there wasn't a clock, these choices would be so much easier. But just the... Knowing that there... you have a limited time, and if there's any sort of indecision, all of your... Oh, it brings the indecision right to the fr- forefront of your brain. Yeah. And you just all you can think about is the fact that you have to make a decision, and you don't even think about the decision you have to make. <clears throat> Add a little psychology into the Mendoza Line podcast. Well, and if you think about it, if there wasn't a time limit here we would be here until like tuesday oh it'd be terrible it would be the worst <laughs> so yeah we're i mean we're moving through here we should be done in 30 minutes or so hopefully oh you think so we still have we still have 10 rounds left it goes it goes quick at the end with all the keepers My pick's coming up here pretty soon. Yeah, what are you looking at? <clears throat> I'm looking at uh, red or uh, yeah, current red a. Eugenio Suarez. He used to be a Tiger, actually, but he is going to play be our third baseman, and he's also eligible for shortstop. I need a shortstop still, so I'll at least know that he'll be playing. And I need a red to root for, so I think I'm going to choose him. If he gets taken, then I'm going to have no idea what I'm going to do. <laughs> I can't believe that we've only been drafting for an hour and 15 minutes. I honestly thought this draft was going to take us three hours. Yeah, with all the without all the keepers, I think it would. Well, but, but even that, I thought with it, like, that's just kind of insane. 
there. Go there. What do you know about uh, Roberto Osuna? Oh, not that guy, right? No, that is M. Ozuna. I'm talking about Roberto Osuna. Um, relief pitcher for the Blue Jays. May be in a closer. I don't know. I think Storen's the closer, so I think he's just like a reliever. I don't think he has much value. What about uh, Carter Caps for the Miami Marlins? He is hurt right now and may not be pitching. That's no good. So that's probably good to know. These players are taken. So disappointing. Arodis Vizcaino. I think he just got taken. Yeah, he did. If Son of a you, gun. I don't know. If I was you, I would start looking at prospects pretty soon. At least have a, a few top ones to take. Well, here here are the prospects that, that I'm looking at. I will, uh, considering my pick is in three picks. I am looking at A.J. Reed from Houston, mm-hmm. uh, which frankly might be what I do next because I had him valued a lot higher than where he is now. He's... Just make sure that <clears throat> someone's not taking him yet. Yeah, he's on my list. He's... I think the next big first baseman prospect. Well, I'm taking so you can't have him. Uh but also on my keeper li- or my, my prospect list is uh Orlando Arcia and Dansby Swanson, as I had already said. Uh Raphael Devers from Boston. Mm-hmm. He's a third baseman. And then uh, Andrew. Oh, Suarez just got taken. That's Ben Benintendi from Boston as well. That's sad. And then Blake Snell from Tampa. But I'm I'm about to take AJ Reed because I need a potential power hitter. Man, in the future. Not getting Suarez. That was that's very sad. Yeah, that. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll I'll. If the Tigers had any prospects worthwhile, I would feel the same way, but they don't. Well, shortstop might be the last thing that I take now. Who's your starter? Um, no one currently. Really? Yeah. Nick, you're you're pulling a cam. Don't do that. <laughs> it doesn't work out well, I promise you. I mean, when a few guys get called up, then I will have a starter, but at the beginning of the year, I will not, unfortunately. Because Trey Turner is a shortstop, but he does, he's not eligible there yet. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think he just played that. second base last year. I feel like I haven't picked in a long time. Well, you shouldn't have so many good players in your team to keep. It's true. They're kind of all together, too. What 
Wow, what book is Lauren reading to your daughter right now? That's amazing that you can hear that, because that's clear in the other room. <laughs> well, perks of your, your Blue Yeti mic, it, it picks up everything. We have a so. good night book that we read to her every night. That's part of it. I can't really hear what she's saying. I just hear a voice in the other room. I assume she's reading a book because she's a good mom. It's part of the nighttime routine. Ah, uh, yes. She just turned one back in December, right? Yep. All right, so to switch gears from baseball to fatherhood, Nick, what have you learned in the first year of being a dad that our listeners might <laughs> appreciate or learn from? Um, being a dad has been great. It's a completely new experience. I feel like I don't know what I'm doing a lot of times. But it's it's fun to learn and just to see her change. And uh, also, se- sometimes it seems like she picks up on some of my mannerisms, which is kind of funny. But no, it's great. I love it. It definitely keeps our lives interesting. That is for sure. I don't doubt it whatsoever. And once I have little children of my own, I expect you to teach me everything. I'll do my best. (laughs) But I'm no expert, that's for sure. Yeah, well, that's all right. See, I just took uh, Blake's Oh, you took... You jerk! He was the minor league pitcher of the year last year. Well, I'm still angry about it. Instead of taking Ian Kennedy... I don't know why people like him. I'll take yeah. the next time I'm a comer. Some guy is very upset. He says, "Yeah, <laughs> everyone is upset with me." So I guess that was. I good. was about to write that. So someone said I was taking Blake, Blake Snell with my next pick, and then the other person replied, "I think we all were," which is a fair summation of I think how we all felt about that pick. Some guy goes, I've never heard of Blake Snell. Oh, my God. I thought I thought that guy was knew what he was doing, too. That's all right. No, I don't, I don't think his team was terribly good last year. But yeah, a big reason I wanted him, too, because I think he's going to pitch pretty early on in the year this year. So I need some instant... Return on investment there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the next person said he let up one run about six years ago. Barely let up a hit since. <laughs> That's high praise. Yeah, he's pretty good. Well, oh gosh, it's my turn. Oh I didn't crap, even... you have 20 seconds. <laughs> no, I know, who, I know who I'm taking. I, okay. I already know who I'm taking. Ro- Roberto Osuna from Toronto. Okay, there you go. I, I just didn't realize it was my turn. You were so ready. I was too busy watching all of the uh, Blake Snell fallout in the chat to realize. That, that but was... what, I, what I do find, uh, yeah, the one draft pick that hasn't been stressful thus far. Um, what, what I do find funny about all this is that nobody else in our fantasy baseball league has 
any idea that we're a have a baseball podcast and b are recording this entire draft yeah i don't think so either so we might have to drop that link in the uh the league chat be like oh and by the way we recorded this whole thing hopefully we didn't say anything bad no i don't think we did we just shared our opinions and you know as far as fantasy baseball is concerned your opinion is you know far more superior than mine so well, I think people, whoever would listen, they'd probably get about 15 minutes in. Yeah, and then when I hurt themselves. Then they would get distracted. And who else? I don't know. <laughs> oh, look, something shiny. <laughs> probably. So I'm looking, I'm looking back at my, uh, my cheat sheet here and my relief pitchers. And I don't have anyone in the top nine, but based on my cheat sheet, I've got 10, 12, 14, and 20, which is not not too bad. No, not bad at all. On your, of your keeper or of your prospects? No, that's just my relief pitchers. I have one relief pitcher right now. I have four, Nick. You need to get on the bandwagon, buddy. I just, most of the time I only play one. Seriously? Yeah. Well, Star- okay, so we've got two starting pi- starting pitchers, two relief pitchers, and then four, four pitchers. And innings pitched is a category, so. It is, it is, but I like <clears throat> to have the freedom of, like, if I've got a closer who's on a hot streak, or I've got a relief pitcher who's sucked the last two games, I, I want to be able to to have some, some options there. Because I also have... One, two, three, four, five, six starting pitchers. Mm-hmm. So I've got I, I I've given myself options there. You you've always kind of been known to start a lot of relievers to try to win the WHIP and the ERA categories. WHIP, ERA, and strikeouts. Yeah. So I mean that's it's a strategy. It's the beauty of this is you can do it different ways. Yeah, and how well has that worked <clears throat> out for me? Well, I, you've had a few good years. Well, again, you can't let's judge put it, it this way. Well, because my, my... you forget about your team halfway through, and then no, get... it's not that I forget. It's just that I just refuse to continue because it's just so ridiculous. But like, I've always been much stronger in pitching than I have in offense. And so that's what I'm trying to figure out is is how to balance that, you know, and how do I how do I continue to maintain decent pitching while also understanding how to draft and play offense. And I don't know why I struggle in that area, but that's just always been my 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 issue is I always I always have a bent towards towards pitching and especially relief pitching, which I don't you know, especially in this league, as you stated before, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But well, in a rotisserie league, it might be even more beneficial because you can make those daily moves and still have good pitchers. And right, but this league is a weekly league. Mm-hmm. There goes Arcia. <sighs> All right, Dansby Swanson's next. Yeah, you better get Swanson. Oh, except I had a keeper that round. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, I've got 13 picks. And what round is that going to be in 20? I don't think I have a keeper in 20. 
Who did I keep in round 19? Oh, that might have been like... Oh, that was David Robertson that I kept in 19. Oh, my gosh. I do okay. have Swanson penciled down on my, my list on 19 there. <clears throat> do, you have a, do you have a pick in round 19? I do. Oh, you jerk. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Oh, my God. Who else do you have on your list? Oh, he's the only one right now. Melky Cabrera finally got drafted. It's your turn. All right, break my heart, Nick. Do it. Just quick. I don't. I just rip it off like a Band-Aid. I don't want any soft talk. <clears throat> you know? You already have like 19 shortstops. I Why do. would you draft him? I'm not going to take him. I'm going to let you have him because oh, I'm going to take Homer Bailey. Oh, that's a Homer pick. It is, but I mean this late. I know. No, this late it's good value. I'm just saying because you're a Reds fan. Ryan Zimmerman. Oh, oh that's a total homer pick. I will fully admit that. But, but at 265, that is not. It's not a bad pick at all. He's gonna miss a month, and then. Did he oh. have surgery? Yeah, he missed pretty much all of last year. Okay, round round 20. That might be another keeper for me too. Oh boy, let's find out. Oh, now I get to pick. All right, Dansby Swanson, here we go. You better not suck. Now, he might not play this year. That's, no, that's, that's, I'm totally okay with that. I'm talking long. <clears throat> you better not suck. You better not become, you know, every Tiger shortstop ever. I don't think he will. Carlos Beltran, you've been cited. Oh, you're up next. I don't have a have a keeper in this one. How do you know? I wrote down. Oh, the, all the rounds. Yeah, I think this is where I kept Rizzo. Oh my gosh, you have Anthony Rizzo this late in the draft? Yeah, I remember I drafted him. It was when he got traded. He was like awful with the Padres. And he got traded to the Cubs and they put him back in the minors. So like no one liked him and I took him like at the very end. So, got lucky. It's very, very, you know, kind of you to be so good at this. Sometimes, yeah, you just get lucky. Didn't Daft Punk write a song about that? <laughs> I think they did. Yes, you, you draft all night to get lucky. We're out here scouting prospects, something like that. So I'm going over my list, and, and all of the relief pitchers that I was looking at are gone. So there's that. That guy. You said Julio Tehran's gone, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's still around. That's good. Except he's day-to-day, -day, but... Uh, 
Discord. I've not been keeping up with my list whatsoever. <laughs> So every pitcher on my list, minus one, has been drafted. Who is the one that hasn't? I don't know if I want to tell you. <laughs> I mean, I love you, buddy, but I don't want you to take him. Well, I'm doing pretty good on pitchers right now. Yeah, well, so am I, dang it. No, it's, it's uh, what's his name? Eduardo Rodriguez from Boston. Oh, yeah. He's still out there. He is. You pick before me, so. I do, but there's three people that pick before me. So, one of them is a uh, auto pick, so Jason Worth is finally getting drafted. Um, oh, but there he goes. Oh, my gosh! Are you freaking kidding me? And it's now it's my turn, and I have no one to pick. Oh, that pisses me off. That's, that's unfortunate. Oh I'm sorry. Gosh. All right, so I've got a couple of Boston prospects in my queue, but are you kidding me? I'm not drafting Trevor Plouffe. It's not happening. Or Kevin. It's Qu- Plouffe, not Plouffe. Whatever. Or Kevin Quackenbush, which is a great last name. Oh my God! What am I gonna do, Nick? I don't. I honestly, right now, my brain is just. Upset. Take a take a prospect. All right. What's your face, Raphael Devers? Oh my gosh, that bothers me. Seriously. Well, I guess he was two picks before me, but still, that's obnoxious. So right now I'm looking at my uh, my audio file that I've been recording this whole time, mm-hmm. and as the draft goes on, my my volume gets louder and louder, <laughs> which <laughs> which means I'm getting more and more upset <laughs> <laughs> and talking closer and closer to the microphone to to emphasize my my anger, your disdain. Yes, that's a perfect word. My disdain with what is going on. Prospects are starting to go now. Okay, what's with Kevin Quackenbush, please? I don't, I don't know much about him. <clears throat> uh, was I think he started in DuckTales when he was younger. Quackenbush. Such a good name. <laughs> Terrible ERA. Decent whip. 58 Ks and 58.1 innings, so he's got some stuff. But he's just a setup guy, it looks like, or a seventh inning guy. He's got no saves and three wins and 58 innings. So, plus the Padres, I think, are going to be terrible this year. Yeah, I think so. So, despite the enticing last name, I shall pass. Now, it looks like, do you have a keeper next or are you up? I'm up. What are you thinking? I'm thinking about taking Marcus Simeon just because I need a shortstop. <clears throat> and then, oh, for Oakland, Marcus Simeon? Yeah, just until my other guys are ready. 
Yeah, offensively, I feel pretty good. Pitcher, I still need another relief pitcher. But I can always find one of those. See, so yeah, I think I'm going to take Simeon. Because then I don't have to worry about that anymore. And then, yeah, I'll kind of just take the best of who's left. So we've got, I need one, I need four more players. I think we got five more rounds last year. So how, yeah, how are you feeling about your team so far? Um, you know, like as usual, I feel pretty good about my pitching. Um, I know it's young, but I, I'm optimistic about my pitching. Um, my bench right now has two prospect fielders on it and two major league pitchers, or three major league pitchers. So clearly, I think my last three picks need to be offensive players just to give me some some options mm -hmm. if some of my younger guys are not working out. Uh, but I think overall my team will finish in the top half, which is what I was aiming for, but, but doing so with lots of young potential going forward. So, uh, I've, my pick is in six turns or six picks. So I need to focus on a mix of prospects, but also, um, players that are at least going to, Oh my gosh, Jason Worth just got drafted. That's amazing. Denard Spann's still out there. He plays for San Francisco now? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Wow. Oh, Trevor Plouffe. Ignore the E on the end, apparently. It's a great name. Okay, it's my turn. I can draft Mr. Andrew Benintendi. Or I could sit on him and go for somebody like Domingo Santana. Or, well, Kevin Quackenbush is still around, but I'm not taking him. Ben Paulson, who's rocking a nasty mustache. Great mustache game there. That's nasty. Yikes. Will Smith, yeah, getting jiggy with it. <laughs> what do you know about Odubel Herrera? He is um, center fielder for the Phillies. I think he plays a couple other positions too, but that, that's mainly where he's at. Well, he got almost 500 at-bats last year. So. Yeah, he plays a lot. <clears throat> which is good. Yeah, I'm going to take him. Why not? That seems silly. But I did it. What do you got to say about that, Nick? Uh, I think that's a solid pick. Oh, you know, I'm just so happy that you're so kind. <laughs> Ooh, Gregorius finally got drafted. What, get a, what, what a lovely last name. I get a sense that you're a little frustrated. Uh no well I'm I'm frustrated in the sense that I don't know any of these players except for the old has-beens like Joaquim Soria and 
Well, Norichiki Ioka, I wouldn't say is a has-been. He just kind of has never been great. R.A. Dickey, Wilson Ramos, Marlon Bird. My old dog, Tyler Clippard, who he used to have on every team back when he was a great setup guy. But it's just, I feel like we're we're picking at, you know, straws here. It, it does get a little... Which, which, to put in perspective, is absolutely ridiculous because I couldn't even play Little League Baseball. Like, I could not hit a baseball to save my life unless it was straight at the shortstop. Mm-hmm. Every single time, straight at the shortstop. And here I am, here I am just being totally mean to people who do this professionally. And and that, that in and of itself is hysterical to me that I'm, that I'm, you know, crapping on Nori Aoki, who is a professional baseball player doing something professionally that I couldn't even do as a 10-year-old. <laughs> Well, you got to so, remember, this is where if you find a, the right prospect, you can keep him for his whole career. Yeah, which is true, and I, I have that in a few young pitchers. Um, but having that on the offensive end would be, you know, would be a nice relief, frankly. Mm-hmm. So, you are up next. What are you thinking? I'm looking at a guy named Jared Eikhoff. He's... Starter for oh Matt Latos just went starter for the Phillies. Um, he's uh he had a decent end of the year, but he's he could be a a solid pitcher for me. Tigers best prospect just went too Fulmer the mm. pitcher. Yeah, that guy is definitely a Tigers fan. <laughs> All I want to know is Marcus Tim still available? Maybe Dimitri Young. That's bringing back some good memories right there. Brandon Inge. Nate Robertson. Tigers are just flying off the board. Jay McCann. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, here's how you know that a lot of the people in this league are Tigers fans. How's that? Because all the Tigers players are gone. I mean, Fulmer and Jay McCann and just well, I also know that a lot of them are Tigers fans. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten this sorted out a little bit better. At the beginning of the podcast, I felt a little scatterbrained trying to do everything, but I think it turned out pretty good. All right, so I'm up. This is what round twenty three. I don't believe I have a pick uh, keeper here. <laughs> I asked in the chat, "Where's the Marcus Thames pick?" And someone responded, "That'd be a country strong pick," which of course applies to Adam Dunn, who we talked about in episode one. Yeah. But Marcus Thames was cut at the same cloth. He wasn't as big as Adam Dunn, but dude, when he got a hold of a ball, it went long. Mm-hmm. Some guys, yeah, just naturally can hit <clears throat> hit a baseball a really long way. I am not one of them. If I can get it out of the infield, that is an act of God. Hmm. 
Yep, that was definitely a keeper pick for me, so super. All right, so we have two picks left, Nick. I have three. You have three? Okay. So you have no keepers left? I think it's just one, but I've still got a pick in this round, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've got... Uh, I only have two picks left. With three three rounds left, I believe. Yeah, there's, there's three rounds left. So your pick here in uh, four, five, that's, that's an actual pick. It's not a keeper. Yeah, it's an actual pick. <clears throat> what are you looking towards? Um... I'm gonna try. I'm gonna have to take one more relief pitcher, but the last two picks, I'm gonna try for a couple high-end prospects. So I'm looking at Alex Reyes, pitcher for the Cardinals, who has one of the best fastballs in the minors. Or Benintendi is an option. Um. Aaron Judge. There's a couple Reds pitchers. My theory with that is I try to avoid them because I feel like if I get them, they'll do poorly. <laughs> but if someone else has them, they'll do well. So I'd much rather have someone else have them and they do well. But we'll see. <clears throat> see what gets to me here. Jose Peraza. That's another guy, too. I'm like, Thinking about him. Quackenbush got drafted. Via auto pick, I must say. Uh, there's, it's funny because there's, there's a lot of guys that I want and we're running out of spaces. Which goes to show you that a 14-team, 26-man roster can still provide value at the end. Well, when you like prospects like I do. There's, there's always prospects. <clears throat> All right, dude, it's your turn. What it you is, doing? It is my turn. You know, I mean, Baseball America has him seventh overall, and it'll be 10. Don't do it. Alex Reyes. I want to take Alex oh, Reyes. Oh, okay, that's okay. You can have Benintendi. Oh, you're so nice. Look at you. All these Cubs and Cardinals on your team. That's got to that's gotta rub you the, the wrong way. I only have two Cardinals, right? How many Cubs do you have? Like four. Okay, so that's but six. That's six players that are your arch rivals. I'm completely objective in this. That is so not true. Completely objective. <laughs> <clears throat> I will still root against them. It just you just want everyone else on their team to do crappy except for them, right? Exactly. All right, so I'm five picks away. And barring any, you know, unforeseen jerk faces, I will be drafting Benintendi myself. Ooh, we have a question in the chat room. Doesn't Reyes have a suspension for drugs? Or was that someone else? And I can hear Nick typing his response. Oh, yes, Nick says he likes weed. 50 games. Yeah, yikes. 
Maybe he should ju- he should just go play for the Rockies and then be okay. Yeah, he uh he got suspended, but it's funny because if a major league player gets that, it's not 50 games. It all has to deal with. So he's that just means he'll have more innings for the end of the year, which is what I'll need him. So if a minor leaguer gets busted for pot, it's 50 games. But if a major leaguer does, it's what? I'm not sure exactly. I th- I need to look 50. that up. But it's not it's not 50 automatically. It is 54 um, PDs if someone uh, gets. Which is funny that they think that pot is a performance enhancing drug. Like. <laughs> yeah. I don't totally understand the labor things with that, but Robin Williams has a bit about that from his Broadway show. It's like the only way that weed is a performance enhancing drug is if you put a giant life size Twinkie at the end of the snowboard half pipe. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. All right. I, it's almost my turn, Nick, and they haven't taken my guy yet. And I just jinxed myself. So let's wait. Well, uh, maybe we can spend part of next episode analyzing our teams when we, once we get a chance to let it let it all settle. Let it settle. All right. So I just took Andrew Benintendi, uh, which means I have one spot left on my draft board. My round twenty-five pick is a keeper, and I believe that is Carlos Martinez, the pitcher from St. Louis. Yeah, that's great. Who I feel at round 25 is an incredible value. Yeah, some guy got taken, Baldo Quinn. I have no idea who that is. All I know is that there's a Fernando Rodney sighting, and that just makes me chuckle. Put your head on straight, Fernando. So I have to figure out who I'm taking with my absolute last pick. What are your What are you looking at? Well, I'm I'm first trying to figure out who the heck is still available. And then I'm also looking at my. So I've got two third basemen. I've got two first basemen. I only have one. I've got two shortstops and one second baseman. So. Middle field option. That's second base. Who's left? Yikes. Oh boy, it's a bit rough here at second base. Joe Panic still available. That's that's not terrible either. He's, they, he had three twelve last year. Yeah, he he's a good player. His his average and his OPS are the two things that stand out. Everything else sucks. But honestly, as the last pick in the draft for some flexibility, I mean, I, that'll give me multiple players at shortstop, third, second, outfield, starting, and relieving pitcher. Mm-hmm. So I'm stuck with Freddie Freeman 
No, but I even have Reed at first base. So I've got uh, I've got doubles at every infield position and every pitching position and at outfield. So that just gives me all kinds of flexibility. Yeah, Joe Panic is gonna have to work. If not him, Martin Prado. Although, oh, oh boy, what did I do? Hit a button. I feel like I'm gonna, I'm going all Homer at the end of the draft here. Devin Travis for Toronto. Now he's day to day, but his numbers. are not terrible. Profar. That's pretty nice. Who's Profar? He was the number one prospect two years ago, but two or three years ago, but he's been hurt. Real bad. So he has barely played. So it's been really risky. I was going to say that name sounds familiar, but. Jerickson Profar. Yes, that's right. Jerickson. Very odd first name. All right. Well, I'm just sitting on. I got 13 picks until I'm done, Nick. Who are you looking at? Joe Panic. Oh, yes. Or just based purely on name, Yangervis Solarte. Because <laughs> that's a lot of fun. That is fun to say. He had 14 homers last year. But he hit 270, whereas Senior Panic hit 312. 33 OPS. Jeez. I think I'm going to take Jose Peraza if he gets to me. See, I feel convicted by your calling out of how many Cubs and Cardinals, so I need more Reds <laughs> on my team. You could always just go out of left field and draft like a, you know, Miami Marlin or something. Still, Miami Marlin, it's still weird. Yeah, it doesn't really roll out the tongue like it used to. But at least they have a similar color palette to the Miami Dolphins. I can't believe that they've won two World Series in their existence. feels like they've always been terrible. <laughs> yeah, they tried to recreate that in Detroit with Dombrowski and Jim Leland, and it just didn't really work out. They even brought Cabrera from Florida. Man, they've won two. I since know. Since the Reds last won one. And they've won two since 
before I was born. The Tigers haven't even won one. They won one two years before I was born in 84. And the Tigers have not won one. And the Marlins have won twice. It's crazy. Josh Beckett and Hanley Ramirez when he actually wanted to play baseball. Gosh. Mm-hmm. All right, we're almost up to your pick. We are. And who is it that you were taking? Jose Peraza, I think. And who is he and what does he do? He is the guy that the Reds traded for this offseason. They were going to play him at second, but then they couldn't trade Phillips. So now he might play second, short, outfield. Man, there goes Craig took Robert Stevenson. Well, that's okay. Robert Stevenson's the Reds' number one pitching prospect. He sounds like a nineteen or a, an eighteen hundreds British novel writer. I there's <laughs> it's funny to say that because there is some there was some historical figure named Robert Stevenson. I don't know what he did, but sometimes when I've looked up his name, his name comes up, and I'm just like, who is that guy? I don't know what I'm going to do if Joe Panic gets picked before it's my turn. I'm kind of kind of all in on him right now. <laughs> Frankly speaking. Now, there are other players available, like Domingo Santana, who's got a sweet chin beard like Kyle Orton. Joaquim Soria, Darren O'Day. Miguel Montero, yikes. Joe Kelly, that's an interesting option. R.A. Dickey. You know what's funny is that I almost kept Wilson Ramos in like the seventeenth round, and now I'm about to draft somebody, and and Wilson Ramos won't even get drafted. Yeah, I think you made a good call there. Word up. All right, let's see. So you wind up taking Peraza. Mm-hmm. So I got one more pick left. Yeah, you have the second-to-last pick, so you have the the opportunity to screw over the guy with the last pick. You need to find the one guy he's looking at and draft him. Shame is, I have no idea who that guy is. Micah. I don't know who Micah is. I don't either. These are all guys we went to college with. Most of them are, right? I think so. Although, they were all they were all a couple years older. Yeah. All right. How do you feel about your team overall now? Obviously without the last pick, but pretty good. I always take risks with pitchers, I feel like. 
I mean, my I started off with so many good offensive players. I, f- I feel like I just needed to add some good solid pieces, which I think I did. I mean, short. I got to figure out shortstop. I do not want Simeon to be playing there for very long. So yeah, I got to figure out, figure out shortstop, and I got to hope that my pitchers coming together, and I think it'll be all right. Yeah, I I look at my team and I feel a lot better about it this year than I do my team from last year. <clears throat> I think, yeah, I mean, I don't remember everybody you've taken, but even some of the keepers that you've taken were some of the ones I was looking at too. And I think they're guys that'll be up soonish. So. Yep, and I just took I just took Joe Panic. So I've got Odubel Herrera. Did I draft him? I don't even remember that. I believe you did, yeah. Which yeah, is kind of funny. I don't even remember that, but apparently I took him 300th overall. So I've got five bench players for my offense and three for my pitchers. So almost 50 50. I think I'm going to take Lewis Brinson for my last pick. He's. Outfield prospect for Texas. 16th overall. He may not get called up this year, though. That's the only thing. But I don't really know who else to take. And Homer's going on the DL, so I can, if I need something, I can put him there and find another guy. I'm, I'm pretty happy. I got some of the prospects. I wanted Turner and Crawford really bad. Know what it's snow too, so I got all those guys. Losing Buxton hurts, but he got drafted like the fifth round, so I didn't want to take him that high. All right, well, you were up next, so after your final pick, perhaps we can give our overall thoughts of the draft and then bid our dear listeners goodbye considering this draft is gone two hours and three minutes thus far. That's actually pretty good for a draft. Yeah, I, honestly, I thought this was going to take closer to three hours. So I've got like my whole night ahead of me, which is exciting. My wife is going over her friend's house to watch the Downton Abbey um, season finale. Mm. So that gives me plenty of time to go back and edit this thing and remove all of the you know, necessary thing. All right, Nick, you're up. What you doing, buddy? Second to last pick. Um... Chuck Knobloch! <laughs> if only I wish that I could. Yeah, I'll take Brinson. See what happens with him. What is his first name? Lewis Brinson. Lewis Brinson. And the last pick was Jay Bauer. Bohr, Miami first baseman. Yeah. All right, so in in two sentences, what is your draft conclusions? Solid core with some risky yet hopefully high ceiling talent added in. So I think that was one sentence, but I'll go with that. 
Yeah, well, it was something. That's what it was. <laughs> I will say, at best, my team will finish will finish fifth. At worst, my team will finish tenth. That mm. is my that is my prediction based on my on my team. This will be fun. Maybe at the end of the year to go back and listen to our reasoning and how wrong we were. <laughs> yeah, I think you know I'm definitely shooting to make the playoffs, which is top four. I don't know. Some things have to go well for me, pitching wise, but. I like my shot this year. We'll see. All right, Nicholas. It was an absolute pleasure, my friend. Uh, we, we will return listeners to our regular, regularly scheduled programming, if I can talk, next week for a much shorter, much more um, appropriate episode. But we figured, you know what? We only draft a team once a year. Why not have a draft special? So It was fun. If, as a reminder, if you did listen to this entire thing, you need to get in contact with us because, you, wow, you should not have done so. Yeah, let me uh, know. I want to yeah. congratulate you. So you can get Nick at Coatsy, C-O-A-T-C-O-A-T-S-I-E-E, mm-hmm. at Coatsy. I'm at Cam Brennan. Let us know if you listen to the whole episode because that's just impressive and we'll we'll figure out something fun to do for you otherwise uh get in touch if we did stupid stuff in our draft let us know and we will be back next week with another much shorter much more appropriate episode of mendoza line until then i say goodbye nicholas have a good week guys we'll talk to you soon